On this podcast, our teen hosts discuss real life with real people. We hope to inspire others by sharing stories of individuals and pairs of friends who have dealt with mental health challenges or just the ups and downs of life and discussing what brought them healing and inner peace. In these episodes, we also talk about the role that friendship and connection plays in a person's emotional well-being. Subscribe to this podcast to be a part of our Friends on Air family. Friends on Air! So we run a podcast called Friends on Air, Erin, and we basically, it's focused around teen mental health. And our hope is that all of our listeners feel supported and cared for and understood. And we talk about all different types of mental health struggles. But we're also from Friendship Circle. Are you familiar with Friendship Circle? I am. Awesome. So because you work for Achieva, right? Yes. And we're from Friendship Circle. I thought it would be cool to answer a couple of questions and have a little conversation here. And the first question that came to mind that I think all of us can answer is what is the best part or your favorite part of being part of a community and a um, organization that is so inclusive? Actually, you want to go first? One of them is um, I will say just um, the community where I kind of where I live and. Just I'm just enjoying like all the things I love to li- listen to and just getting new ideas about broadcasting. Awesome. What's your favorite part about working at Achieva? I work at Achieva on the south side, and I also work in development and communications. Nice. Sounds like a fancy job. Definitely just like the safe environment for sure. You just walk in and feel so welcome and comfortable. That's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say something similar. Also just like knowing that someone's gonna have your back and like at the end of the day you have like a place to go to and like a kind of like a safe space kind of also just like a place where you feel like you can just like be I mean like I I agree with everything that they both said literally um almost use the same exact words as bracha like it's the place that I go like on a Sunday if I like need just a break from like you know my house or whatever I can just like go and offer some help of course like not all the time are they open but like Typically, I can text someone from there, like the staff are always willing to help out and, you know, reach out and, you know, hey, how are you doing? It's like, it's like something to remind you that like when all else feels like everyone else is failing you, you have people there that are more than willing to help out in any way that's feasible for them and you. Yeah, also to add to that, like you're never, they're never going to be like, no, I'm not here. I'm not, you can't come. It's always open with welcome arms, so it's you never feel like you're not welcomed, which is also a really good feeling to feel welcomed. And if they can't help you with, like, if they can't be the one to source, if they can't be your resource, they like try to help out. Yeah. And like find a resource for you, so it's like even if they can't help, they'll make sure you get help some way or another. You know. Love that. Those are awesome answers. 
Ali, do you want to answer your favorite part about working sure. at a inclusive yeah. organization? So I love like going to meetings and pitching ideas that like let's say the teen wellness host committee has and other organizations sometimes it can be a bit of a struggle for people to see the value behind your ideas but um, you know we have such a tight-knit community and we're talking about wellness and we're talking about mental health and instead of saying why or having to advocate for why the value is there it's like well of course it's there like how can we make it happen um, I kind so of true. yeah I like the open door policy around like our ideas and uh, just that it's anything can be possible for our community to help support one another um, yeah I think it's amazing and one more thing oh what's the question again what do I like about <laughs> yeah your favorite part about working in like an, an inclusive environment or organization or community okay. um, yeah, I don't know. Like meeting people like Aaron and, and magical things happen. It's so like, um, I think, so where we used to have a space and we'll probably still use is called the Center for Media Innovation. And I think innovation requires diversity, requires uh, different views. It's like, um, you know how you make kombucha or yogurt or whatever, you have a culture. Need I love kombucha. Need, need different <laughs> kinds of things to make something it. ferment and happen. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, I don't know, that's an answer. Oh, Erin, yeah. I was wondering if you would say what you love most about Emmaus community. What I love about Emmaus community, one, we get to have a lot of fun doing uh, different activities and um, we have s s several different um Mm, I can't even think of one thing. Well, you live with your best friends. You say that a lot. Actually, I live with two of my best friends. Aww. <laughs> Sounds like a party. Cool. <laughs> I live with um, C.C. Wagner, who... C.C. Wagner, her mom and dad are the founders of Amaze Community. Oh, got it. And me and C.C.'s been like this. And then with what um, the one person that keeps me actually I have two that keep me grounded. Besides C.C. Wagner and my BFF, Marissa J. Niwa. <laughs> nice. I never heard the J part or the Jane. Is it is it Jane or J? Marissa J Jane. Okay. But uh, also have one thing to add for Friendly oh, yeah. Circle. Just because, as we were talking as teens, the the main thing that I love about Friendship Circle, especially the teen part, is how the events and the podcast is like not the podcast totally, but like it's about like mostly of it is about teen mental health, and it's not just like adults talking about it and adults giving their opinions, but it's also teenagers giving how they're living, like 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 talking about their experiences as being a teenager rather than listening to an adult talk about how it was or how they think it is. It's having actual kids who are experiencing, you know, depression or whatever it is in their daily life and being able to talk about it in the events, like being like thought about uh, by kids and teens for them. So yeah. it's more of like, it's the ability to go to an event that you can resonate with and like the it's ideas for you by you yeah yeah exactly i love also we like have a quote that we, okay sorry go no we have one of the quotes that we um 
this actually segues into the question that I was going to ask next. But one of the quotes that we stand by is nothing, nothing about us without us. And I think that goes for disability, mental health struggle, anything like age group. You don't want to determine anything for any group of people or community or minority without including them in the conversation. And that is super important to us. It's super important to me personally. Um, so we definitely, that's something that we really try to emphasize. So I'm glad that it translates that way because that means that we're doing a good job. <laughs> An amazing job. Yeah, so what I was saying is yeah. that like, even just like, for example, like being on a podcast or like being like planning different programs for like mental health or even not just mental health, you like feel so good about yourself and like you're like helping others and you're like doing stuff that like not everyone gets a chance to do. Like for me personally, I always say like one of the best decisions I ever made was joining Friendship Circle. Aww. Like. It just, it's always like a light to my day. Like I'll tell my, my mother, like, oh, I'm going out. She's like, where are you going? And I'm like, friendship circle. She's like, do you go anywhere else? And like, she's right. Like I always go to friendship circle. And like, I just love friendship circles. So like, I'm happy. I'm proud that I'm here all the time. That's so sweet. It's the same with my mom. Every time <laughs> you can check my history of texts. The only questions I get asked from my mom is, is either what do you want for dinner or where are you? And each time that the question is where are you, it's always friendship circle. And I have like a string of maybe 20 texts and it's each it's it's <laughs> just a correlation between me and my mom and it's where are you? Hi, I'm, I'm at friendship circle. <laughs> Great, what would you like for dinner? It's like almost nightly at this point because I do so, I do so much with friendship and circle. it's like such a good feeling. I wouldn't you trade are. it for anything. I love yeah, it. Yeah, there's so many times like, like I walk into friendship circle and I maybe had a hard day and not feeling the best and I'll walk out and I'll be like, it's such a good mood and just like happier. And like, even if I didn't necessarily like fix what was going on, I was just like in like a happy, positive environment where I just walk out and I'm like, my day's better now. Like I can have a good rest of my day. Well guys, this was not supposed to be like a friendship circle plug, but <laughs> <laughs> that was super sweet to hear. I had a question for Aaron because you've been broadcasting and podcasting before any of us here, I think, I'm pretty sure. When did you start? Can you like tell us a little bit about your experience? Maybe five years ago. I'm kind of wow. How I first got started. Yeah, how you first. Five years ago, yeah. Did you ask that? One of my interviews that I have done, and this kind of um, hits me personally, because um, my mom and dad raised me to be someone who who they cared about and they kind of taught me so many different things that I do understand and even not even when I was born because I don't know so but somehow I don't know where I got to be in broadcasting and I kind of like kind of trying to put it together and I got a funny feeling one of my um relatives who I didn't know really well and I think that's where I got it from is one of my family members who I didn't know mm. but the interview that I have done and Jennifer was with me at my mom and dad's house on Wincomins Drive and the interview that I who I interviewed was my mom and dad oh that's sweet and that is one of the award-winning interviews oh, and wow. It was, it was a great story. I loved the storyline, and I really did. And my mom gave <laughs> the great addition of what do you call um, 
growing up with yeah, six kids. Oh, wow. I'm one of six. So are we. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you also, Bracha? I'm one of seven. Oh. <laughs> Almost. Oh I have three brothers and two sisters. Wow. <laughs> I'm the youngest of six. Oh, That's wow. fun. You're the baby of the family? Yes, I am. <laughs> Probably oh, this. We could have a whole podcast on that. <laughs> so the enemy that I did on my mom and dad, actually that went, I would say, amazingly well. And Jennifer just said that you were awarded for that episode. Yes. How many, I mean, we know because we discussed it before, but for the listeners, how many award? like how did you get to receiving, how many awards did you get, first of all? I'm not sure how many. We said like around oh. two with your ooh. <laughs> <laughs> two with your name on them, and two as a team. So four. That is say. a lot of awards for but, podcasts. So the the piece that Aaron is talking about was I, really excellent. It's called raising a child with Down syndrome. Nice. I'll have to go listen. I'm, I would love it, to hear yes, your parents raising, talk. A child with disabilities and, and after that interview that Christmas I lost my dad oh I'm so sorry so it's been difficult the first time so it's each day I get better and better so it makes me feel good but I still can hear his Smile. His love for me. I just listen to his voice. Uh-huh. So all of you should interview your parents. Yeah. yeah. That's so I, I interviewed my grandparents. I went through it all because I'm a lot. I don't want to say make him on my that all my family the ones I didn't know before I was born, so my mom gonna show me pictures of the people I didn't know, even yeah. my great-grandmother. Wow. I wanted to say thank you for sharing that with us. Um, something that we try to talk about also is like real life, and sometimes real life comes with really hard things and really sad things, and it's really difficult to talk about sometimes, but we're all about that, like wanting to have that conversation, so. Thank you. You're welcome. You never know. Somebody else might be struggling in that way, and you could have just inspired them. So what I do Thank is you. I kind of go to my room, and I kind of um, find my own place. And sometimes I I even um, when, I, when I lost my dad, I do binge eating, and I can't stop so I tried to hide it that way but it didn't go really well so then it went well but sometimes they find me when I'm see what I'm doing mm-hmm. well I was actually um one of the questions I was thinking to ask everybody in the circle and maybe you could start oh there's clapping <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personally, I would clap. That's like so brave of you to share with us. So, yeah, oh, sorry. That was props to you for being able to share 
like your story and be like very real about it because personally as someone who's like struggled with you know difficult trauma responses it's 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 really helpful to hear someone else be real and honest about ways that they've coped and it helps know that i'm not no it helps me know that like i'm not you know the only person that deals with you know the trauma responses that i have and it's 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 although it's not like something that like is easy it's definitely helpful to hear other people have the same issues with me and something that you know we can have a little bit of a bond about and it's it's nice being able to share that with someone. i just try to keep myself busy and do all the things and and kind of sometimes when i'm at work i do the same thing and i just concentrate on my work you, um, so she said something kind of quickly, and I was wondering if you're familiar with that term trauma. You know what that means? I've heard about it. What do you think it means? Do you know? I'm not sure, really. So, I don't know. Does anybody else? You're, you're, well, you're a therapist. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Allie. Sure. Chime in, Allie. <laughs> sure. So, Let me take the I'm not really sure what it means. We all have different responses. Um, basically, you know, you said with the death of your father, it was hard. We have, there's something, um, you know, called like a Z code when we're talking about everybody has normal amounts of grief after something like that happens. Um, people can have, they can have things happen in their life. Um, we say they react in like maybe a neurotypical way and then other people can have a a different, uh, response to it. So we can have issues, um, you know, with, with trauma responses, or we can have issues with PTSD. We can have uh, depression, anxiety, things that extend far beyond what they say is like normal grieving times, which that, that varies culture to culture. Obviously, there's some, there's some variables, but um, if you're really finding yourself like struggling um, in your responses, they're impacting your daily functioning. I think that's like the key. If you're finding that you're struggling socially, if you're struggling like with work or school and it's lasting for, you know, months, like past weeks on end, months on end, and it's just not getting any better, then maybe it would, it would be time to look into that, so. How would you define trauma? Mm, it's complicated. So <laughs> um, can but, you use yeah, concrete I mean, examples? Sure. Um, so a death of a family member, mm-hmm. yes. if somebody's attacked, you know, things that are normal. Yeah. Like sure. So, Actually, and it might not be traumatic for everyone, for example. I, um, I was yeah. on my way to see Jennifer, and I just getting off the bus and um, coming to see Jennifer at Point Park, and um, and this couple people behind me and a guy came up to me and called me not so nice not so nice um something I didn't like and I didn't I just kept on walking kept on going yeah he I I know what he said but I got my feelings I just kept on going so first of all I'm so sorry that that happened to you obviously can be like really upsetting especially when you're out and you're vulnerable and you feel like you're in a situation where um let's say like as a, as a female or any any other situation where you feel like threatened obviously that's hard um 
if we're noticing, say for example, that happened to me, I was out in Squirrel Hill and then I have a hard time like returning to that street. That's something that Same. I can't do anymore. That would be kind of something to look into in terms of trauma because I feel threatened and I'm avoidant of that area. Maybe it's impacting the way that I get to school in the morning. It's impacting my life and my functioning. I'm not, maybe I'm not meeting my friends at the same coffee shop that I usually meet them at because it's near where that situation happened. That would be like an example of, um, you know, having that kind of a response, looking into that. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Can I, I was, can I ask a wrap up question? Yeah. So at the, no, do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be a wrap up question, but at the end of our podcast episodes, we always go around and say something that brings us joy. So like, let's say when you were dealing with your hardship, something that brought you healing and helped you. So I, I was wondering if we could go around and you could start us off, Erin, with giving us tips on things that make you happier or help you. What makes me happy is being around my family, oh. friends, and also being with, learning new things from my producer, Jennifer Jordan. Aww. Sweet. Now, learning new things, but um, she challenged me to a point I would love to do whatever I'm doing. That's awesome. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> I was going to ask her, do you remember the story about the balloon oh, and your no. dad like this is a specific yes. thing that yes. I, I don't know if it was a therapist or behavioral specialist losing my dad <laughs> my behavior specialist who was um tammy at the time and she gave me a nice idea of, um to send a balloon up to heaven oh. to give to my dad mm-hmm. after lo- losing him i was a wreck I had two different people come to see me. One of them was um, Karen Jacobson. Oh, she's a director And there was somebody else, too, who came to see me as well, so. But you had a note for your dad on that balloon, right? So I kind of tied a note around that balloon and sent it up to heaven, and it kept on going up. Wow. I mean, all the way up. That, that was the second time. Do you remember what happened the first time? The first time, that did not go really well. <laughs> what happened the first time? It kind of got wrapped around in wires. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. That's terrible. <laughs> um, I have a last question. Oh, until we go, go. Before we go to the next person, I was just wondering, do you have any... Sometimes people share, like, their fi- the f- their favorite singer or their favorite book or movie. I was wondering if you had one to share. I do. Let's hear it. One of my favorite singers in the whole wide world. I dream on hoping to meet her someday. Yeah. Because one of the songs that she sang, like, I love being back down. And then the other thing is that, um, well, the song that she did, it was based on losing her dad. Oh. And one of the songs was Just Like Them Horses. And I felt the same, whatever she was feeling the same time. That's what I felt like. Wow. Who was the singer? Um, Mabel McIntyre was my all-time favorite country singer in the whole world. 
<laughs> wishing to meet her in person. Yeah, maybe one day. I'm manifesting it for you. Mm-hmm. I, I will manifest. You should do a podcast with her. Baseball player. I don't know why you shouldn't meet a professional singer. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's a good answer. You want to go, Nami? Say what? Brings you healing, or that you enjoy to do. Um, definitely listening to music and reading, and I think just like taking care of myself. So taking like a couple hours of my day to just like do what's good for me, and so whether that's like doing a face mask or just like stuff to really take care of myself. And everything you said. Um, Also, I really love like animals and like babies, and I have a lot of cousins, so I really like babies. (laughs) Like like animals. I love playing with animals, so that's like something that I love doing. And I do love playing with babies because baby therapy is a real thing. And so I have some really cute cousins that live here, so I like to hang out with them and play with them. And I like to like prioritize myself and like be like, something that I need and not think about what other people need and not think about like what other people in my life for like a little bit just like focus on myself even if it's like not somebody else's favorite thing if it's something for me then that's more important and like really like like figuring out different ways of like self-love it's a beautiful answer (laughs) self-love um personally I agree I do the same things as you guys you know the face masks and you know putting myself I try to put myself first because that's definitely something I struggle with a lot because I was I grew up in a family where it was do whatever you can for people around you because one day you're gonna need something so I try when I feel though I try to make sure that I'm actually putting myself first because that's something that I've realized that is it's it's critical to my own um my, my well-being um but definitely um listening to music i have one yes. of those like my spotify wrapped is like ninety thousand minutes of listening and it's like Same. it's like and then like for, and then i use like other music platforms so it's definitely music music is like what gets me through but um i'd have to say um reaching out to people that i know i can have a good conversation with mm-hmm. i find that when i reach out to those people they're able to set me in a mindset that's more positive and I try to go for the people that can say things that make me laugh rather than you know I, I like to have talks with people that like are insightful but I also like to go for my friends that like will say those random things that make me laugh that's something I like find myself as a find myself doing as like a go-to to like cheer me up good answer I guess mine I'm just going to answer my own question here. <laughs> um, would be, well, actually, because we say this, after we answer this question after every podcast and after, at the end of every podcast, I'm always like, this is what I'm going to try to do and this is what I'm going to try to do and I'm going to take all of your things and I'm going to implement them into my life and I'm going to be a perfect human. And that obviously doesn't happen. But something that I did start since last episode that I said I was going to start is playing guitar more often. Wow. Ooh, yes. Okay. So it's been very healing and just very therapeutic to, even if it's like not a song, just to like play the strings and the sounds. It's and strumming. It's a really good yeah. feeling. Yeah. So that's it mine. It's a song that I love to sing, but I can't do it right now because I don't have Wi Fi to do it. So. Is it a popular song that we could sing with you? Actually, it's a song that. For my, my favorite country singer. So. 
What's it called? And one of the um, always, always makes me want to get up and dance. Oh, fun. What's the name of the song? I Won't Stand in Line by Reba McIntyre. Ooh, I don't know it. I wish I could sing it with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I use my earbuds and I sing to it and I also dance it as well. I love to dance. Yeah. I was going to say dancing is dancing dancing is my second thing. Really I think is. dancing is so, so I love dan- actually when I was young me and Marissa we took ballet. And our very first dance teacher, Colleen Novice, and she taught us Hmm. how to do ballet. And when when she walked in and said, I taught her how to dance. (laughs) That was her her words. That's wonderful. I got kicked out of dance class. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like in preschool. It's okay. Like, How? Oh. I, 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 I had too much energy. Oh. Um, I kind of, no. I kind of use that. You can, yeah. Instead of thinking about my dad, I kind of use um, dancing, but mostly I want to sing mostly. Yeah. Dancing and singing. I use dancing in front of the mirror. I do that a lot. I go to the bathroom and I'll just look at myself in the mirror and I'll just dance. Like, (laughs) seeing myself happy is important to me because rather than just being happy, I can see myself, like, being happy. And it puts me in, like, a, oh, look, she's in her environment type Mm -hmm. feel. And I I need that, yeah. We have people who take, um, like, their little lunch breaks and stuff at Friendship Circle and... They will sing and dance like in our offices and <laughs> still like hear it and it's actually the most wonderful thing. <laughs> Allie, what would your answer be to this question? Um, so I realized like a lot, I was just sitting here thinking and I was like a lot of my answers on the podcast are related to like, I don't know, physical wellness and I wanted to like how you're, you know, trying out working with the guitar and, you know, involving more personal music experiences. I wanted to try something different. Um, really kind of related to like I would say like emotional or even like spiritual wellness um I'm just trying to talk to myself in a very compassionate way which is more challenging than you would think it is right like we get into these very negative self-talk patterns but um I was having a conversation with my husband yesterday about something that I'm really worried about and He basically said, like, the fact that you're worried about it shows how much you care and that you're passionate about it and that, you know, all those core foundations that make you fundamentally like a good human, you have to hold on to that, not, like, whether it's perfect. Okay, so we need to remember that. Yeah, it's a good one. Jennifer, do you want to answer the question? Sure. I'm Jennifer. She she looks ready to go. (laughs) Um... Yeah. Wait. So it's something that brings me joy. Yeah. Or healing or anything oh. like that. Oh. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I went ice skating here yesterday. I like oh. doing things like that. Um, That's so adventurous. Lots of things I like involve water, and so. My dad lives in Florida, and my stepmom. So I go there. Like I was just there for two weeks, a couple weeks ago, and so going to the ocean is very spiritual experience for me. It's, it's kind of the only place I can completely forget everything else because <laughs> it's surrounded by the water and the sound and um, 
the other when I was there the other day, there were like a, a lot of shells. I don't know, it was high tide, low tide, whatever. But like when the water came, went back on them, it was like a um, like a wind chime. It was like dee, 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 on all the That's shells. So cool. It was really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that so much, and I came back and I started telling my stepmom, "Oh, the shells." She's like, dee, 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 dee. Yeah. <laughs> "I was like, yes." She already knew. She already knew. Nature yeah. so cool. the best. Hmm. I said nature is the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the water. I I was a lifeguard over the summer, uh-huh. and before the kids would come, we'd get there like an hour early, and then also like when the kids weren't there, like in between our like our lunch break. I would just do laps for fun because I realized that like at first I used to I used to like be scared of like swimming, and over the summer I just realized like just being under like so many layers like I love going to the twelve feet like the bottom and just like being like surrounded by it just being like fully embraced by it it just it's yeah. such a calming feeling <laughs> mm-hmm. I just love it. Being yeah. under twelve feet of water doesn't scare you. Well, you can always come back up. I mean, I had so much training, I right. wasn't that worried. Yeah. I love meeting new people and meeting new friends that helped me get through what I had some rough times and having great friends to help me get through what I did. Having great friends and people that love me that cares to help me out. We loved meeting you, Erin. Thank you for being here. Yes, thank you so much for having us, Jennifer and Erin. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And also thank you, Ayala, for giving us the ride and Allie for being here with us through everything. (laughs) Allie's also my third or fourth therapist (laughs) because I come to Allie and I'm like, Allie, here's what happened and I'm going to need you to listen for 15 minutes and I was always lamenting here. So thank you, Allie. Also, this is a really cool space. I love this space. This is a really cool space. Shout out to the space. Shout out to the Pittsburgh Media Hub. <laughs> Should we do a little outro? We need an outro. Sure. We can try both. Let's do our own. Let's, let, for this special episode, let's do our own little sign off. So, peace out from ILA. Your turn, Rifka. Uh, signing out from Pittsburgh, PA. Signing out with Bracha over here. Woo! <laughs> Naomi over here is signing out. Nice. This is Aaron Gannon from Look Who's Here. Nice. That's a that good one. Good. Yeah, that was definitely I think we all need to practice ours. This is Allie. We are at the Center for Media Innovation at Point Ooh. Park University. And we are so excited to be working with All Abilities Media and meeting new friends tonight. Signing, signing out from Friends, friends on, on Air. Woo! Woo!